Welcome to the Marvel Evolution Show with myself, Andy Stead. And I'm Jarian Gibson. And I'm Alex Stroud. And we are being joined once again by Fred Carmichael. How are you doing, Fred? I'm doing for you. Yeah, very well, thank you. Very well. Um, this is quite monumental, actually, because the first time we ever went live was when you came on the show for the first time. That's true, yeah. So this is, um, this is, this is a, quite a poetic show, this one, because it's... I, the reason you're back on is because the first time you went, uh, we, we went live, the first time you was on, you did number 100, agree or disagree, and you're back on today to do number 200, agree or disagree. So it only felt right to get you back on to number 200. How, do, uh, how does it feel being, uh, you know, I mean, let's face it, we've, I've tried features, Alex has tried features, Jaren's tried, lots of other people have tried features on our, on our page. But to be fair, none of them have outlasted IOD. <laughs> You, your feature has outlasted anything that anybody has tried to do. Um, you know, uh, how does that feel? Well, honestly, when I started it, I expected to do about like 30, maybe, or 40, and then stop. But then everyone had such great responses, and the feedback was so good that I said, I'm still going. Here I am, 200. That's amazing. Well, and, I, and I love, I was talking to somebody today, I was explaining what what your AOD was about and what it kind of promotes. and. I was saying that it's, I love the way that you just pose a question and then it's kind of like, you just pose a question, just let it go and then just see what happens. And the guys and everybody in the group is so great about it because, you know, whether we agree or disagree with the, with the statement, it sparks such great conversation. And we've had some, this, I mean, I you know, there's been so many, it's been fantastic to just, just sparks that conversation. And that actually leads into other posts as well. Sometimes I know Alex has kind of gone. He's going to he extrapolate an, an AOD and then makes it into a post himself. Don't you? I see you do that before. Yeah. And, and, you know, I also love like a lot of times, like certain people will like basically think that you're making an argument about something and you'll be yeah. like, no, no, I'm not making an argument either way here. Like I'm actually just posing the question, you know, like, yeah, I've traced it. I've traced it the way that it would sound better. You know, it's not necessarily my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're big on that, as you know. We're big on that fact, opinion, guess type of thing. And it's like actually, this these are none of those things. This is just me making a statement, and I want to know what you think. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? And that's great that we can get into that. Um, so we've got no news, have we today, Jari? And we're going to no try news and, today. Yeah, we're going to try and do news uh, Monday. So uh, Alex, Jari, and myself are going to come back on live on Monday evening. We're going to do some news. We're going to do the Guardians holiday. Um, special little bit of a review there around that. So we're just going to get stuck into AOD very shortly, but um, I just wanted to catch you guys up on, uh, you know, you three and anybody that's listening or watching that wants to know, even if you don't want to know, I'm going to tell you anyway <laughs> about what I've been up to Marvel-wise this week. So um, TV, I've, uh, I've started Luke Cage. I've started the first season of Luke oh, Cage, which I forgot how wonderful it is watching... Uh, that style of show, that black exploitation kind of theme that they play throughout it. The music is the just, music is great. Yeah. The music, oh, is how good is the music? Like talking to Eric last week, and we was talking about scores and soundtracks in Marvel, and how we didn't bring this one up, I don't know because it is absolutely amazing. The music is just brilliant. 
I'm absolutely loving it. So, um, and this is only the second rewatch of this. I've rewatched Daredevil season one and Daredevil season two. I think this, that was the second or third time I've seen those, but this is the first time I've rewatched this since the first time I watched it back in whenever it was 2016, 2017. So this is great to rewatch it again. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it's great stuff. So I'm really enjoying that. Um, but still got, so I'm still in the good stuff. I'm still in the Alex's face. No, no, I made it back to Iron Fist. This <laughs> <laughs> That's next. That's next, isn't it? I think because you go, it goes Luke Cage, then Iron Fist, then the Defenders. So I've not got back to Iron. They're Fist. the they're the cutting mouth soldier. Yeah, so I don't. No, yeah. he's, not a, he's not a character that I know a great deal about, to be totally honest. But um, it's interesting watching it now with the knowledge that um, Ali is going to be playing. Blade. Blade. Yep. Yeah, so I'm watching it now, this second time around, with that in my mind, thinking, how is this going to play out as him as Blade? Yeah, you know? well, it's like at least they didn't like waste an actor on this, you know? They, yeah. They're using him again. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, absolutely. they've used uh, Alfre Woodard in a, in a couple things in Marvel because she was, what, Black Maria in Luke Cage, and then she was also in Civil War. Um, and she's also going to be the voice of Lunella's, um, mother or grandmother in Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur as well. So she's kind of making the Marvel rounds, uh, with some of her roles. I like how they do that though. They utilize talent in different places. And, um, and I don't think it ever feels, it ever feels repeated or ever feels like, oh, you know, that, that person shouldn't be playing this person like they did with, um, what's her name? Uh, Gemma Chan. So she played Minerva in, yep. in Captain Marvel and then she played, yeah. And then she played Cersei. You, you wouldn't really know. Mm -mm. So, you know, it's nice that they've got that ability to be able to do that. So, um, so yeah, done. Uh, so that's what I've, I've been watching that this week. Um, I started reading the death of Dr. Strange jarring. I know you get around good. Yeah. So, um, I really, I, I, do you know what? I didn't know anything about it at all. And I'm loving, I instantly, as soon as they brought back, you know, the old version of Strange that he'd kind of drilled a week of his life away. Oh, what a brilliant twist that was. I wasn't seeing that coming. So, um, yeah, really looking forward to reading that one. Yeah. I started reading a little bit of Kang Dynasty and oh. uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting to. Have, have you got to the silent issue yet? No, I have not. I I literally like I started reading it the other night, like right before I was falling asleep, and then I like dozed off while I was reading it. But um, yeah, I mean, like it's uh, it's it's great so far, and uh, it's uh, definitely got Kang in a very interesting position, like, and it brings in the incursions and all that kind of stuff like that. So you know, it seems like it's almost kind of what we're gonna get in the MCU a little bit here in the future. So yeah, certainly think there's aspects of that story that are gonna come into the MCU hundred percent. But that silent issue, which I think is Avengers 49, mm -hmm. is, there's, there's a few pages in that that are just like, Great. it doesn't need words. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need words. It's absolutely incredible. It's the, it's the best silent issue I think I've ever read. It's, it really is fantastic. Um, so you've been doing that too. Well, I did, which was interesting. And, uh, RMC will, uh, will back me up on this one is I listened to the first wastelanders podcast episode the mm. wolf worst first wolverine one and it's really really good have you have, it, have you guys listened to it yet um i think i did and i think i listened to a little bit of the guardians one that right, came out okay. not too long ago too um the wastelanders one i actually really liked um mm. 
I think the Guardians one's also in the future, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm okay. not sure. I haven't, I haven't listened to that one yet. Yeah. The Doom one's good too as well. Yeah, I haven't yeah. listened to that yeah. one either. Oh, here yeah. got some from the chat here. Uh, this might be RMC, but someone goes the best. <laughs> yeah, also, that's... too, the um, the Squirrel one's pretty interesting too as well. Is you listen to that girl? one? Yep. The what one? Squirrel, squirrel Girl. Yep. There's a Squirrel Girl podcast as well. Um, and the one, um, the AT&T girl lady, uh, she's actually voicing her. The one they always keep cast, uh, um, fan, fan casting as Squirrel yeah. Girl. She and actually did a, a pilot series they canceled on Marvel TV. She's actually doing the voice of during, uh, on there during green. Wow. So. That's crazy. Up. Oh, yep. And RMC goes, yes, it's me. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I don't know. RMC. Um, but yeah, really good. Really loving it. I, I, you know, it's really atmospheric. I think actually having read the, read the old man Logan storyline and then re- mm-hmm. having read the wastelanders, I think will become helpful having, you know, now, now listening to the podcast, I think if you didn't read those first, I think it might've been difficult to wake it maybe a little mm-hmm. bit, but, um, it is very good. I'm enjoying that. Yeah. From the chat, they said, yep, this is about the squirrel girl one. I heard that one. She's got her own radio show. Yep. And basically it, it's her through radio show and people are calling in and it, it's very interesting. So. Oh, excellent. That sounds yeah. different. That sounds mm-hmm. different. Yeah, it, it's more uh, it's more entertaining, comedic you know, in a way, a little bit, you know. But it's something easy to listen to, fun to listen to, where you're just doing stuff or, or that kind of thing. So, fine, nice, nice, nice. So, um, so yeah, been listening, been reading, been listening, been watching, and uh, been putting. You can't really see it, but I've been putting new lights up in the uh, in my Funko cabinet here at, behind me. So, uh, I turn my camera, you can see it a little bit. But <laughs> yeah, so I've been, nice. uh, I've been focusing. I put put a new set of lights up. So. Uh, been been all marvel this week and i bought sean's book as well a, a book that uh, sean illustrated so the um what kind of atlas yeah let's see if i can get it without yeah so the uh yeah so there were there were kind of atlas and it was to be honest it was more by a chance than anything i was in a shop uh thursday and i saw the book and it, it kind of rung a bell i was like why do i know what that book is <laughs> and then i remember seeing a post that sean made and i was like oh, that's the book that sean does so I'm, I'm buying that book so uh mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm yet to have a little proper read of it. I've had a flick through, but I need a proper read of it now and just a proper watch, uh, a look at it. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it looked like a good book. Some of the great, you know, some great illustrations in there. So I'm looking forward to to getting stuck into that one and learn a little bit more about Wakanda. But yeah, I'm sort of been full on Marvel this uh, this last week, to be totally honest. What, has anybody been up to anything fun, reading anything, watching anything good that's not MCU or anything different? I've been reading, um, cause I'm obsessed with Black Panther right now because I love the movie so much. So I've been reading some of his runs. Uh, right now I'm reading the runs from Reginald something. I don't know what his name is, but it's, it's really good. It's really good. And Storm's in it. It's, it's, it's a super read. Nice. So we were saying, we were saying the other week, Fred, I don't know if you, uh, you heard the episode, we were saying that we wonder whether, um, with, um, young T'Challa, young Prince T'Challa coming yeah. in now. Whether you know Aurora or Storm will will come into the fold with him, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So that could be interesting. And maybe do like a, a young play on it because they've they've kind of gotten younger as they've cast her in Marvel movies, right? We had Halle Berry first, then we had the, yeah. the new actress in, in the new uh, X Men movies that was younger, and then maybe they'll go younger now in the MCU and, and kind of have them grow up together. That's really interesting. Good, that's a really good point, actually, Jari. And like you said, with, they have got younger and younger, yeah. haven't they? The two versions of Storm that we've seen have just got younger again and younger again. And like you said, are we going to go younger again? I think it would make good sense, actually. Yeah. I'd like to see them grow up together and, you know, come through the ranks together. And, and we don't need, 
if we're looking at the X-Men, uh, who was it that said it the other week? Somebody we had on as guests said that they would love to see the X-Men, but the original, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the original yep. guys, you know, um, Gene, Iceman, uh, Cyclops, yep. Eastern, mm-hmm. Angel, Angel, and not, yeah, and not have Storm, Wolverine, um, you know, Colossus come in straight away. So have them in the second movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that could actually play in quite nicely, couldn't it? Because if we have an X-Men in three or four years time and then have another X-Men in another sort of five years time, then actually Storm could be a teenager by that time, along with uh, Prince T'Challa. Yeah, they they could definitely bring her through Wakanda. And, you know, there's been talk of a third movie, have her show up in that, have her tied to Wakanda for a while. And then later on down the road, have her possibly team up to become an X-Men. Yeah, and and the beauty in that is with the X-Men, you have this, like, plethora of characters that you can make all different ages. So it doesn't really, you know, if you start out with, like, the base X-Men, you have, you can basically make the others any age you want and kind of bring them in however you want to do that. And you can kind of do this thing where you could almost make, like, six, seven, eight, ten X-Men movies and have different teams throughout. And, you know, like, they would all be great. Because you would have different iterations, different teams, different people coming together, kind of type of thing. Yeah. Uh, getting caught up here on the chat. Um, I pray we get a Wastelanders movie sometime. Actually, you know, we, we kind of get a special presentation of Wastelanders if they don't do a movie. Mm-hmm. Don't make it a Disney Plus series. If you're not going to make it a movie, just do a special presentation. You know, and you could do different ones, like one on Doom, one with Logan, mm-hmm. you know, all the different one ones they have. Some Guardians. One yeah. One shots. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and, I've, and I I know you guys have heard this millions of times before. I'm going to say it again because you know it's just, I just think it's a great idea to to see an old man Logan movie special presentation, whatever you want to call it, project with Jeremy Renner and Hugh Jackman. That that I I just I'd stop watching Marvel there. I'd be happy with that. <laughs> do Do you think something like that would be live action or be animated? Because I mean, they could kind of do it like what they could voice it. Yeah. And and do it that way. I feel like it sh- it would be almost like a step forward to do it in like a live action. Yeah. I know? mean I I'd really want to see Jeremy Renner and Hugh Jackman play that it would out. Be, great. It, it would be great, right? Like <laughs> that RMC that just said that last cut that last comment. My life would be yeah. complete. My life would be complete from RMC. But another chat here too is that um I don't think this is the you did, but can you get that signed? Is, uh, is, is, the does book? he mean the Wakanda Atlas? No, I yeah, haven't. Yeah, not yet. Act, now I know Sean. I might actually send it off to him and see if he might mm. actually sign it. That'd be great. I wonder if he would. I'm, I'm sure I might get in contact with him. It might cost me a few quid to send it to America and get him to send it back. But uh, that, that'd be worth a worth a shout, I think, RMC. Yeah, on the on the Logan and Hawkeye, Renner and um, Jackman, live action only from the chat comments. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I could see it be a mix of live action and animation. Maybe use animation for some flashbacks and then do live action for present time. Oh, what interesting. So I heard this week, Joe, and I don't know if you've heard it in the news or anything like that. I know we're not going to go into news today, but um, that there's going to be eight or nine different animation styles in the new yep. Spider-Man. Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Spider-Verse. Oh, wow. I think we talked about last week, Alex, in the news constantly. I know we it was in my news notes recently. Mm-hmm. I think it possibly was last week we talked about it when Alex and I did to the new special. But yeah. I did yes. not remember it was it was that many though. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot of different animation styles. Yeah, I think know, I think movie. I just said several. I didn't, I didn't think I say exact number because I've seen different accounts. So I said several, mm-hmm. I think, in our notes. Mm-hmm. But uh also too, you're gonna get Tom Holland's Spider-Man as well. 
but it's going to be a different style of Spider-Man from what I just heard this week also on that mm-hmm. note. So, so I like the idea of the live action and animated. I wonder whether they could splice it so it wasn't as black and white as that. Like, this is a flashback, so this is animation, and this is now, so this is this is real. I wonder whether they could splice animation in with it. I don't know. I don't, is that too is that too out of the box? Would people understand that? Would that actually translate well? I don't know. Well, just, they could do it like that one movie style a little bit. Um, the movie with uh, what was that movie? Um, where it's like black and white, kind of old school style. Yes, uh, was it Sin City? Yeah, Sin City. Yes, they could almost transition it back and forth, kind of like Sin City style, like have it kind of go into that frame, then go to animation. And then come back that way, and then go live action. Mm-hmm. They they should just Marvel. If you're listening, hire us. <laughs> hire us. We'll sort it out, and you deliver it. All right. Um, yeah. Um, I'll cut more comments here. So about you getting that sent over to get signed by Sean. You should. LOL. Um, I thought it was six styles. Um, this is not really a spoiler, but the Guardian special did use animation where they did flashbacks that way, and that that's what made me think of it. So yes, you're right. They kind of did that in the Guardian special. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, uh, oh, and someone goes, I love that idea, Jarians. So yeah, from the chat yeah. comments there. Yeah, I'll make you, I'll make you right. I'll make you right. Um, great. So there we go. We've been reading lots of stuff. Collecting anything, Alex? Have you, have you, have you, have you nulled your Funko? Um, I, I mean, to be perfectly honest, I, um, I think I've got a couple that I've pre-ordered, but nothing really like too crazy. Um, I think I've got one that's coming from Amazon at some point. It's like a special one of Black Adam, which is DC. Okay. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't really think I've bought anything recently. So kind of slowed down my Funko purchasing. You know? Yeah, it's one of those ones, unless you've got unlimited space, you need to start like really thinking about what you're going to collect. Otherwise it just starts getting ridiculous, doesn't it? So, you and, know. and I keep them in the box. So it's like, you know, then they take up all that space and then I won't get rid of the box. So if I take them out of the box, then I have to throw the box somewhere too with the <laughs> bubble, the but, space. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, oh, you know, so. Fair enough. Jarring any Lego this week? Uh, no Lego, but, uh, we were finally able to find, a ps5 for retail price oh, so okay. we got one of those and uh, we ended up getting the the miles morales game so my son's been heads down playing miles morales but also him with the free spider-man download too is mm-hmm. the, the two packs so he's been playing that. um and then i've been trying to find you know the uh iron man mosaics uh from lego oh yeah so i have the one big one of the, the whole thing with him doing the arm blaster thing i'm trying to find three more so i can have the three individual pictures as well and put them on my right. wall behind me in my office so oh, that'd be cool nice, nice. i'll tell you what going back to the computer games things there spider-man 2 on i think i believe it was the ps2 was possibly one of the best platform games i've ever played that was absolutely incredible that game so good so good um i've got fond memories of swinging around new york city as as spider-man on the ps2 spent far too many hours doing that yeah, there's been some great Marvel games in the past. Hopefully they can... Uh, do you know what? I was just talking to my son, just uh, going off of Marvel for a little minute, and obviously Walking Dead just finished this last week. And uh, there's a new Walking Dead com- game coming out soon. And uh, I was saying, why is there no... Well, not as far as my knowledge goes, which my knowledge about computer games isn't great, to be totally honest. Um, but why is there no open world game like Red Dead Redemption 2, which was possibly the best computer game ever made, arguably? Um, why is there no open world game like that, but with zombies? That would yeah. be incredible. Mm-hmm. I would get. I would probably have to. I'd probably get become homeless 
if I ended up paying those, I wouldn't be able to pay my bills. I wouldn't be working. So I don't know what I'd do. Um, but yeah, that'd be fantastic. There is sort of a game like that. It's called DayZ. Um, it's, I, I actually play it on Xbox, but it's like just like a giant area of a map that is just like open world. And you basically fight zombies and players and you go into a server and it just pulls in random people or people who want to join. And you find gear, you can build cars and get your car working, you build a base, people can go and take your base down, all that kind of stuff. It's really interesting. And then they have like servers will do like, only you can raid bases on like Fridays and Saturdays and stuff. So everybody will be like all geared up and then go ramming into people's base and stuff <laughs> on Fridays and Saturdays. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, see, see, my only problem with, uh, with, with servers going on with other people is that like, I don't think I've got the patience to play with other people. Like, mm -hmm. I think I just need to play on my own. Otherwise I'd just be like too annoyed with other people ruining my, ruining my car or ruining my base. I'd be like, what are you doing? Get out. But <laughs> uh, this time. A Mad Max style game like that would be kind of fun too. This mm -hmm. open world Mad Max and you're just going and reading people and getting parts and building things. That, that sounds kind of fun too. Mm -hmm. So that's the same, same aspect. Isn't it? Yeah. Post up. Yep. Yeah, and 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 leading nicely on from Wastelanders, really, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, we digress. We've managed to digress for twenty minutes. That's not bad, is it? To be fair, just goes to show how quickly we can talk about nothing. Um. Anyway, like we said, we brought Fred along for a very specific purpose. We've got uh, <laughs> got number one nine seven. Am I right? Yep. One nine seven, one nine eight, one nine nine, and then so four. Yeah, love it. So we've got IOD. Um, if you're listening live, if you're watching live, get involved as well. See what you, you know, agree or disagree with what Fred's going to say. Me, Alex and Jaren are going to do that. Um, so you ready, Alex, Jaren, you ready? Word. Cause I've got a feeling these are going to be, I've got a feeling number 200 is going to be a big one. If I'm honest, mm -hmm. I've got a feeling about it. Um, Fred, 197, over to you. So, okay. One, uh, agree or disagree number 197. It is too early for Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans to come back from Secret Wars. Oh, from Secret Wars? Oh. Uh, my heart's saying no. My heart's saying disagree. Like, my heart wants him to come back for Secret Wars. But I do. If Secret Wars was another two years down the line, I just feel like two thirty. Uh, is it 2026 Secret Wars? Is that when it's being released? yeah i think so i'm gonna have to or is it 2025 it's, it's, it's one of those two but it's, it's three more years so yeah let's 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 just check let's just check so yeah. from the chat here oh that's tough and what andy's checking i'm gonna say agree only because the news we talked about last week alex about mm -hmm. the one actor being a a multiverse tony stark look-alike you know and he he fits he, he kind of looked like rdj was that art garcia Something Garcia, his name was. Um, I, I agree. I, I, you know, they don't have to bring them back. Like, like, like we said, I think last week on the news too. I'm like, they could have anybody, even the stunt double, be Captain America, have the mask on, not even know who was underneath the mask, and still play the Captain America role in Secret War. So I agree. I'm gonna say disagree because I mean they could honestly do it. I know with RDJ, I want to kind of see him as the hologram, like you yeah. know, the AI. So, like, they could totally bring him back in that way, I suppose. And then if, I mean, it's not really Tony, but, you know, then they can bring him back down the road if they chose to do so. But, I mean, um, with Chris Evans, man, that one's a hard one. Um, you know, like, 
Um, because I mean, they could always bring him back as Human Torch, you know, True. if they, if Multiversal. they yeah, if they chose it, to pull it, sounds like they might as well, yeah. So, um, I mean, now I that know. I like to see that one as uh, Human Torch Multiversal, yes, as Captain America, no. Mm-hmm. I just, I just can't help but feel that we're gonna get uh, Deadpool interacting with Chris Evans' Human Torch and sort of, sort of looking at, looking at, and then looking back at the screen and going, don't we know this guy, but not like this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there is the rumor that they will visit the Fox universe movies in Deadpool, including the original Fantastic Four as exactly. well. So I just got, I, that just seems like a too good of an opportunity for, for Deadpool to be not referencing that and like breaking that fourth wall with us going, we know this guy, like, but not like this. This is useless. Let's just kill him. And he just stabs him or cuts his head off or something. Do you know what I mean? I think that'd be great. Like, let's get rid of this. We don't want this guy back. We want the other guy back. Um, I think fundamentally, I'm probably going to have to agree purely because it's, I, I think if, if the movie itself was another year or two later, it is 2026, by the way, May 2026. Okay. Another year or so later. So what we're looking at, less than 10 years mm-hmm. since, since Endgame, since we've last seen him. Like or both of them, and I just I don't know. I think that's too soon. I think ten years would have been a nice number. So I think if the movie itself was in twenty twenty eight, oh, we've lost Fred. I oh, don't. No, he's back. <laughs> but we lost you then for a minute, Fred. Um, if, the movie, if Secret Wars was in twenty twenty eight, I think I would disagree. The fact that it's in twenty twenty six, I think that I'd agree that it's probably too early. Just I just don't think it's it's just too soon. You know. Mm-hmm. Now. Alex did have a good comment there, though, about if they bring RDJ back, make him AI. We kind of cool to see if we got an Iron Lad and he's Iron Lad's AI. That'd be kind of cool to see in that aspect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Either that or he's like an AI that is sent to Riri as kind of like uh, like Stark Industries protocol to like, you know, kind of send out to the next generation of heroes. He kept an eye on her like he was yep. doing with Peter Parker as Spider-Man. Kind of type of thing, you, you know, with the the hologram AI Tony thing. I quite like the idea that he's there, cannot influence anything. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, like he's sort of sitting there going, "No, don't you know, don't do that or do this." And people are like, "No, you can't tell me what to do. You're just a hologram." And he's kind of like trying to stop people from doing things, and he can't because he's just a hologram. And it would be such a crazy twist if we had like say that over a couple of projects or something for like Riri or somebody else, like somebody's talking to this AI. And then at some point the switch flips and you find out that the AI is not actually Tony Stark's AI, but Ultron appears. Oh, yes. It would just be like, you know. Yeah. Um, um, so a couple of things here from the chat. Um, that would be the right place for return if they do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing from the chat here. I'm with it. I'll agree. Um, another from the chat here. Maybe use Tony's brother, which would be an interesting mm-hmm. one. Um, and this one here, Chris has recently said he does miss the role. Role, so I agree with the chat here. He has come out lately and said, you know, that he does miss playing the role. We've lost Fred. I'm not sure what happened to him, but he dropped before. But up, he's back. I'll just put him over here. You're fine. He's in and out. He's in and yeah. out. He's dropping it out. Um, but so, uh, so, so fundamentally, I think. So I agree, Alex. What are you mm-hmm. saying? Um. I mean, just because of the hologram thing, I guess I disagree. I mean, I you know it. what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean, well, I, make a decision one way or the other. I guess I'm going to say disagree. <laughs> Sorry. I agree because the whole person they, they look at casting for Tony Stark, 
that I've seen looks a lot like RDJ, you know, not exactly the same, but as a multiversal variant looks alike. And like I said, for Captain America, they could put anybody in the suit, not to take the helmet off and mm -hmm. it would work. So I agree. Okay. There we go. So we've got two, two agrees and one disagree uh, on air, Fred. Um, and then, uh, um. a couple of different variations in the <clears throat> comments. So there we go. Number one, nine, seven ticks off. I agree and disagree. Uh, number one, eight. No, um, everyone can be recast. Everyone can be recast. Yeah. Oh, that one's a hard one. While you're thinking, uh, a comment chat here, um, it says, I missed the originals, honestly. Um, and there's a question here about what do you guys think of possibly seeing Galactus in a future movie, which we can address oh. shortly. Yeah, we that that's that's a that's a big question, blimey. Yep. Um yeah, uh we'll come to that in a moment. Thank you. Who was that? That was a was that a, a... That was from Twitch uh Black uh Beards. Yeah. Okay. We'll come, we'll, we'll come back to that one in a little bit. Yeah, it's a big question that one Blackbeard. So we'll we'll come back to that one in a moment. We're agreeing or disagreeing with Fred's statement that everyone can be recast. So Blackbeard, we'd be interested to hear what you think. Do you, you know, can can anyone be recast? Um, Alex, you got any thoughts? Because I, I mean, that's why I'm passing it on to you. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna have to say probably, I guess, like disagree. I mean, you know, we didn't just recast T'Challa for obvious reasons. You know, um, that's kind of like I guess like the lead in my argument here. Um, yeah. as for, I mean, there are certain roles that I think some people are just like too perfect for and you know a lot of people may not fill a lot of those roles as well but i mean to say never i mean in 30 40 years we could definitely always have somebody recasted as a character or 10 years from now or 15 yep. years you know um so i i mean i guess yeah you don't have to answer yet don't answer yet wait uh, we'll come back <laughs> yeah <laughs> you you've justified don't answer yet um you know, it brings me to a post actually that uh, I think RMC, if he's still listening, put up today or yesterday about something that uh, Quentin Tarantino said. And he said about the fact that we would go to watch. And actually, Luck, uh, who's, who's been on our show before, uh, come up with a really good comment on that. And he said about the fact that we go to the cinema or theater, or we used to go to the cinema and theater, or we sometimes still do to watch a movie star. So we will go to see a Tom Cruise movie because Tom Cruise is in the movie or a mm -hmm. uh, bad example with Alex and Jordan sitting in the room. Mm -hmm. um, but you, you know what, you get my point. We would go to see the movie because of the movie star, not mm -hmm. because of the character that they're playing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, where now with Marvel movies, and this was Tarantino's, not necessarily an argument. It was, I guess it was an observation more than an argument, but he was saying, we're not going to see Chris Hemsworth. We're going to see Thor. We're not going to see He's right. Captain America. It's a good point. It's a good point. He's right. Yeah. And I make him right. So, so we're not going to see Chris Evans. We're going to see Captain America. We're not going to see RDJ. We're going to see Iron Man. And, and he, he's got a point, really. And well, except for maybe Black Adam and The Rock. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I know a lot of females that saw Black Adam because of The Rock. So <laughs> my sister's yeah, that, one of them. Getting yeah, The Rock's but, in, she'll go see. But I would, I would argue that it's, it's, you know, almost whoever they cast as Black Adam or whoever they cast as Thor is going to be 
a, a good looking guy, you know, he's going to be muscular, he's going to be handsome, he's going to be charismatic, you know, mm -hmm. so whether, whether that particular person is attracted to that actor, actress, mm -hmm. they're going to be, someone's going to be attracted to that actor or actress because they're generally going to be, you know, a, a, a visually um, pleasing person to, to be in that role. They've been drawn like that in the first place as, as an ideal human being or an ideal specimen of whatever race they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So I think along those lines, I think I could, do you know what? Do you know what, Fred? I could probably... So your, your question was, everybody can be recast. I would say I agree because I think they probably can. Um, I think it might be harder... It might be harder to recast roles from like original roles, but so Thor isn't an original role, is it? Like this is a Chris mm -hmm. Hemsworth. There's Thor has been a character for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Chris Hemsworth has just played this version of Thor. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So yeah. Like, but Luke Skywalker has only ever been Luke Skywalker. He's only been in that one thing, and it's only ever been Mark Hamill. So to recast Luke Skywalker, it might be slightly different. Does that does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let me add some nuance to it, to the whole Tarantino thing first. Like, for example, I didn't go see Thor to see Chris Hemsworth. Like, I didn't even know who Chris Hemsworth was before I saw yeah. Thor. Mm -hmm. But now I know who he is, right? Like, I knew who RDJ was because he was in 80s movies, you know, Weird Science, Johnny Be Good, mm -hmm. other movies as well. Um, you know, Chris Evans, I knew of him because of, you know, Fantastic Four. And then he's done some other co comedic things in his younger days. So... But yeah, he's absolutely right. I don't go see the Marvel movies for the actors in them. I go see them for the stories and how things translate from page to screen. Mm -hmm. um, with that being said, the whole recast thing um, is that it depends, right? Um, my context is short term. I disagree. Long term, I agree. And we just saw this happen with T'Challa. Mm -hmm. um but then we saw with thunderbolt thaddeus ross that you know he got recast pretty quickly so there's some situations they can do it others they can't i guess it depends on the role and the, the person of impact is my answer mm -hmm. um going from the chat here uh disagree was the first one uh the next <laughs> one was right yeah, forward <laughs> yeah as much as my heart wants them back i feel like you have to be really well written in the frame of the multiverse to not make it cheesy um, and that would be hard. That's Johnny um, Cloud, that one. Yeah. Cloud. This one's a good one. Everyone can be recast, but successfully is the $64,000 question. Um, and then in another one here. Go ahead. One. You're fine. In my mind, there's only one character who I can now be recast. And that's J. Jonah Jameson with J.J. He's another one. He's multiversal now, too. So. <laughs> Um, another one here, right to, to right, right to a degree, but my argument is this. Say I'm playing Wolverine, and so was Hugh Jackman. I'm a different movie. Who are you going to see? Go see. It won't be me, LOL, which is the point there. Mm. You know? The star power. <laughs> um, another one, it's a proper point by Tarantino, but also is a function of Marvel's, you know, of how they've done casting. Um, another one, um, says, does Marvel's casting always hold up to be as good as it's been? Eventually they will miss. It's inevitable. Yep. I agree there. Um, no, that's just, that, that's Monty that he's correcting himself. Okay. That, that second one. And then another uh, one here, I've been told uh, by, uh, told a few fellow Marvel fan friend of mine that if he wasn't already in the movie as a different character, 
actor Daniel Kaluuya would have been a good choice, in my opinion, to replace Chadwick as Black Panther moving forward. That's no, an interesting that's... comment there. No, he's I, I could see it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think. Um, so so what have we got? I think I think I'm gonna. Oh, it's a tough one. I feel bad saying it, but I think I'm gonna agree, Fred. I'm, I think I'm gonna agree. I think everybody probably can be recast. Yeah, I think I'm gonna say agree, Alex. What are you saying? I mean. I I think yeah I mean eventually at some point we're gonna have to recast somebody you know in every role so I mean I I think ultimately yeah like I mean I agree with the short term thing maybe no on the short term but you know agree in the long term. Mm-hmm. Jaron, I'm with Alex. Yeah, nice. There we go. There we go, Fred. There's your answers. Um, All right. Let's the next go. one. Yeah, let's do it. Yep. A good disagree number one ninety nine. Uh, and this is more of a, um, a response to the main criticism of phase four. So, uh, phase four has been, uh, has been doing quality over quality. Oh, oh, while you're thinking, I'll come up from the chat real quick on the last one. Agree with this. It'd be a different story if their castings weren't so stellar, which is a great point. Also. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good point. It's art, isn't it? When you sort of say, well, actually, they're all really, really good. So yeah. we're going we're gonna to just recast people for what reason? Because they got old and they didn't want to do it anymore. Um, yeah. Um, wow. Quantity over quality. Um, there has been a lot of quantity, hasn't there? I wouldn't say that necessarily it's been over, con- over quality, but there has actually been. When you think what we've got in phase four in regards to quantity, I think I saw somewhere, I don't know whether Jaren or... Maybe Alex, I don't know, would be able to uh, fact check me on this one. That there was more content in phase four, minute wise, than there was in the whole of the first three phases. Yeah, and there's a reason why because we got Disney Plus. Well, yeah, 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 Disney Plus made a huge thing, and that, that's why when you go to the quality versus quantity, there's the Disney Plus factor. Phase four was the first phase that we got all this Disney Plus content. Mm-hmm. So, so. Like, like before we had a lot of content, but now it's like, we've constantly had like a pantry full of content. You know what I'm saying? Like it, we've always had something since Disney plus has been out. That's always just right around the corner. Or come. It, it's helped our show mm-hmm. yeah. really, hasn't it? I mean, the, the fact that we're here every week is because we've pretty much got new content to talk about every single week. So, you know, it, it's, you know. We can't complain in that respect. The fact that we're here every week because we've got something to talk about. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think I, there's probably only been I could probably count on one hand the amount of episodes slash movies slash presentations projects whatever you want to call it that I thought well that was a waste of time. No, probably not even that. I probably probably don't even need one hand. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, there's not much that I've kind of gone we could have done without that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i know you are i'll, I'll um, explain why when it get to me i'll explain why no that's fine so i don't think that yeah for me for me personally i, I think the quality for the most part has been there maybe occasionally they've missed but i mean come on like you know in art you're going to every now and again you know you can't please everybody all of the time that's that that's that saying isn't it you, you can please well, it's the saying you can please all of the people some of the time or some of the people all of the time, but you can't please all of the people all of the time. Um, and I think that they've, I think that they've pretty much upheld that, you know, they have probably pleased most of the people, you know, all of the time or all of the people some of the time. So 
yeah i mean it's hard i personally i don't i i've really enjoyed all of the content i've really enjoyed uh, but i guess maybe that's for me doing this with alex and jarian every week and being able to come on and speak to friends and connect with people over marvel and collect all this stuff behind me and talk to people about it i was literally talking about it tonight as well with 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 friends of our family so i guess for me the more content has actually added to my life rather than do you know what i mean so yeah i mean we'll come back to my, my my conclusion in a moment i don't know what you guys feel yeah so just real quick can we repeat the question one more time so i know the, the like i i'm just I, I got lost in our answers so so page four is focusing on quality over quantity i mean you know the opposite let's focus on quant quantity over quality yeah mm. um yeah i mean this is definitely something that we've all talked about and i know we've done this before where we've talked about like the actual like quality being something that then pumping out a lot of projects quickly and stuff can be maybe too strenuous on the actual quality of the show um i mean there's definitely been some projects that i've found frustrating um the recent thor movie is one of the ones that just like frustrates me so bad because like i was just expecting you know like them to have this meeting of the gods and gore to just attack then because like what I what a better opportunity to find yeah yeah i mean like Oof. i had i had some pretty big like uh optimism for that myself so um yeah i mean i think that there are some projects i don't like some things in them but i mean overall um i think it's kind of a hard balancing act to kind of pump out a lot of quality and a lot of quantity at the same time you know um so i mean i don't think phase four is definitely like you know bottom of the barrel in comparison to the other phases like i mean it's definitely like it's it's great you know like there's a lot of good content that we've seen in it a lot of good projects and it's just been different than all the other phases because we've gotten all these shows so it kind of and the shows are meant to transition us into a lot of movies and other projects too so the shows are kind of like connecting all these projects too so it adds like an extra layer to the onion almost you know so, so just just quickly on the point that you just made there a couple of sentences ago alex the mm-hmm. fact that there's more quantity mm-hmm. does that then lead to more it will lead to it will lead to more good quality stuff Mm-hmm. But it will also lead to more bad quality stuff, like but only FX type stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, well, for example, no, no. Well, yeah, I mean that's not necessarily what I was going going for. Okay, just generally speaking, like overall, but re- re- yeah, relatively a yes. loss of quality. Yeah, but 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 only relatively speaking, there'll be more. It's like if I said to you, right, okay, we've got a population of a hundred people, mm-hmm. yeah, and there's one crime, mm-hmm. a week, or we've got a population of a hundred thousand people and there's 10 crimes per week. So there's more crime, but there's more That's people. Do you see what I'm That's saying? There's more, yeah, because more quantity. It's mm-hmm. not like, it's not like all three other faces don't have any uh, misfires. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. They have less yeah. countdown, but they also have like Thor too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And this is my point. So like with more quality, with more quantity, you are just going to get more bad quality but more bad stuff it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. it's there's any more bad stuff relatively speaking like it's not it's not like one percent of it is bad and it's still only one percent but that one percent is now two projects or 
three shows and a movie or do you, do you see what i'm saying it, it, there's more sort of bad things because there's just more quality it's as simple as that mm-hmm. oh it's sort of more quantity sorry. yeah and and i mean that's just one of those things where it's like you know if you do more of one thing you have more of a chance of messing up and that's just as simple as it can be you know? yeah exactly yeah jaren yeah. what are your thoughts on it uh so for me I judge this by, is there something in phase four that I would not go back and watch because I didn't like it? And so far, I've pretty much rewatched everything in phase four because they've all been enjoyable to me in different ways. Um, has there been misses in some, some of the movies? Yes, but they haven't missed on a project overall, in my opinion. Do I have some gripes? Yes. You know, like Black Widow is my biggest gripe of phase four. Not only because of Taskmaster, but because I thought it was a phase too late. The movie, they could have done it to fit within the current phase a different, you know, a little bit better and gone a different way of introducing Yelena and going that route with the Widows. Um, so, yeah, but I, I love the first half of that movie. You know, the back half was a letdown. Budapest was a letdown, but I still rewatch it. So, you know, I don't think we're suffering a, a, a quantity over quality issue. Um you know, other than, you know, just some issues in projects, like I mentioned FX and, you know, that kind of stuff. But everything, like, like I said, I go back and rewatch and still enjoy it. Even Alex's Thor, uh, um, that, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think, the latest I Thor think, movie. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to get into a Black Widow uh, whole discussion, but I think that if that would have been released when it was supposed to have been released, I think it would have made more sense because it would yes. have been almost directly after Endgame. And it would have felt like more of a homage to yep. Natasha than just badly placed because it was two years after when it was yep. supposed to be released. But let's not get into that conversation. Yeah, it would have. Loads, I get, I get what you're saying like, though. It, it would have felt more organic. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, loads, there's yeah. loads of comments. Yeah, more fluid, more yeah, organic. So, yeah, there's loads of comments. Go on, Jerry. Yeah. So the first comment, I feel we lost a little quantity, but at the same time, I'm happy for the quantity. Um, <laughs> Another one here, I think it's a Jimmy Cloud right here. This sounds like one of her things. I think she's mentioned a lot about WandaVision. I wouldn't be here without WandaVision being on the screen when I walked uh, by one day. Um, the Chris Evans one I'll come back to in a minute because that's not on the current question, but I'll come back to that one. Um, we also need to consider a show's budget versus a big movie budget. CGI and things like that uh, can't be the same quality. Exactly. Disney Plus has changed a lot with Phase 4 because we have so much that ability to push content out um the next one there's an argument for both sides but i'll agree i don't want to go so far as to say when they're purposely focusing on that but more of the inevitable result um another one here i haven't seen shang chi and the ten rings yet due to it didn't look exciting to me but i'm gonna uh have to go for me to understand ant-man and quantum mania because the ten rings are probably going to play a huge part when it comes to kang and also just without that shang chi is actually a pretty enjoyable movie um, so definitely go see that one. Oh, um, we, we just did. So, so, so Blackbeard's obviously listening via maybe YouTube or where is he? Uh, Twitch. Twitch. Blackbeard's listening via Twitch. Blackbeard, if you are on Facebook, get onto our Facebook page, Marvel Evolution uh, News um, Discussions and Theories. Um, we have just had a poll in regards to some of the best things in um, Phase 4. And um, we stuck up a poll about the best action slash fight scenes in phase four. And Shang-Chi blew it out of water. It was, you know, people were, were buzzing for those action and fight scenes in Shang-Chi. There was other great elements of it as well. But, you know, I mean, it, uh, I think it said a lot about that poll where the two top 
um, answers in that poll, top voted things in that poll were the Shang-Chi versus Wen Wu and the Shang-Chi versus Razor Fist and Goons on the bus. Mm-hmm. And they, they beat out every other action and, and, and fight scene in the in phase four. So, you know, it, it's got some really great stuff in there. So uh, Blackbeard, get on to Shang-Chi. It is a great movie, especially if you love, you know, hand-to-hand combat, good fight scenes, good action scenes, and there's some other great stuff in there as well. Yeah, I like the old kind of kung fu style movie mm. feel. There's some of that in there. And uh, Blackbeard, I have two of your comments that I'll queue up for after our 200 agree disagree as well. We'll circle back to those, depending on what Fred says. So I think <laughs> fundamentally, so I think fundamentally, Fred, I've got to, um, I've got to disagree. I think that no, it hasn't been quantity over quality. I think that the quality has been there. I think that we've just seen more uh, quote unquote bad quality things because of the amount of content. Relatively speaking, we've probably only seen the same amount of bad quality stuff that we've seen in phase one, two, and three, but it's just been a little bit more because we've had more content. So, yeah, that's it. Exactly. Statistics. Yeah. Alex, what do you think? I think I'm just going to have to say I disagree. I mean, like, there's just there's projects in phase four that i just love i think are slam dunks and then there's you know of course going to be a few that i just am not big fans of yeah it you know it just it is what it is mm-hmm. exactly jari um i disagree as well i think you know maybe we can look at this after phase five and see you know compare because the disney plus impact has changed versus the other phases if we have disney plus we probably the same boat as you know the previous phases so we yeah. probably circle back on this after the end of phase five Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not just uh comment here. Uh it's just math. L- like you know, Ron Burgundy says it's just science. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just math. <laughs> science, science, bro. Yeah. Um, science, and, bro. And 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 and, that, and that, the big moment, the big moment. Jerry, is there a cheer? Is there a like a congratulations? Oh, here we go. Yeah, let me go react. So let me do a chant. <laughs> Number two hundred. It's a monumental moment. But he's still going. He's still going. Here, hold on. All right, I'll cut it off now. Do you want a drum roll? Do you want a drum roll real quick? Wait, 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 wait. This is right. a big moment. This is 200, 200. Okay. I'll tell you what, I just, just before you do it, thank you, you know, yes. for, for sticking with it, mate. Thank yeah, you. thank it's you. Been, it has been an absolute pleasure. To, to continue to do these things. I look forward, every single one, every time I see your name come up and I agree, I'm like, it's brilliant. Let's yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree. They, they've made some really great conversations in the group, so. Yeah, it has. And, and to be fair, it, it started off something for, for Alex Jarin and I in regards to these live shows that a year ago, we, we wouldn't have even thought about doing you know, we wouldn't have even thought about coming on live on Facebook. We was probably a little bit nervous about doing it. And now, you know, we're doing it every week. We're doing it with one or two of us or three of us. And we're doing it with different people. We've got all, we've had all these fantastic guests on live on the show from different places. So, and, and in all fairness, there is in no small part, you know, your, your commitment and your creativity in regards to the questions that you bring up to us has, has played a big part in that. So, you know, before you go into number 200, I just, you know, like, you know, from Alex. Yeah. Inside guys. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Fred. That's why I do it. Yeah. Great stuff. So over to you, Fred, number 200. Let's do this. Number 200. The multiple shows once tangled the sheet up. Oh, 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 oh. A good one. That's crossed my legs for this one. 
Mm. <laughs> um, the multiverse should close after Kang is defeated. So I don't think that Kang's going to be defeated at the end of Kang Dynasty. I'd hope that he's never going to be defeated, if I'm totally honest. Uh, I hope that he's going to be around forever and just keep dropping in every now and again and kind of going, no, I'm not dead yet. Do you know what I mean? Like, like in the comics, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. in the comics. Like he never really dies. That's what Ultron is as well. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. He kind of dies and then everyone's like, yeah, we've defeated Kang. And then about 10 years later, he turns back up again. He's like, oh, okay, he's back because he's never dead. He's, he's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I think in regards to using it as a platform to just bring any, to just do anything they want, I think maybe they should kind of put it to bed a little bit, but I don't know if they should close it. Alex, go on. You're, you're looking around the room like for inspiration. Go on, yeah. What well, I actually think that they should close it, and I'll explain why. I think that at the end of that, once they defeat Kang, I feel like we're going to have some sort of situation where we're going to have a bunch of like transplants from other universes that end up in the main universe. And that's going to be kind of like the main kind of empty universe will be just kind of like the catch all of everybody that's left over after this multi, the next multiversal war that's going to kind of, you know, happen. And I kind of feel like that they should at least close it for a little while mm. and, you know, maybe just kind of get back more to like more of a, a central story rather than have like the potential to have so many different offshoots and everything. Um, I just, I think it would be kind of refreshing to just kind of go back to that. So, yeah, just like you say, that, that singular story. And yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Like, like close off the possibilities. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I, I, I don't think it would be like too crazy to kind of do that and then eventually go back to a multiverse problem or another universe <laughs> problem. Yeah. Like later on down the line. Yeah. Just for a little while they could shut the door. So, hmm. Just, just to kind of piggyback on Alex said, I don't think they should, they should close it off for now. I think they just, they just kind of shelve it and not talk about it, but it pops back up again at some point. It's still there. They still know about it, but like you said, instead of this, they'll, they'll focus on the main timeline and then bring it back later. So that's where I kind of disagree because, you know, what we saw with Loki, he remained was there. So obviously they're not going to defeat the multiverse because, you know, King's going to pop back up. There's going to be other things come back up. He remains was there at, at the end. Uh, of time there so in the void so they're like i said they're not gonna be able to close it off they're not gonna finish it off it's gonna be we know it's there we're not gonna focus it as much and we're not gonna do things that cause any other multiversal problems for a while mm-hmm. kang yeah. and his variants are almost like a multiversal constant yep. almost like yes. yeah that and that's what that's kind of what we were saying at the beginning like they're never gonna go away mm-hmm. but maybe they just sort of sharp for a little mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they're, they're shelved. They're shelved. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there's a there's a, there's a couple of long comments I can see in the chat. Jerry, so like yeah, here's one from the last one about the quantity over quality. Or this one off. In response to quantity over quality, I found that the other uh, day that a lot of times when we don't get to see what we want to see in this Marvel movie is because Marvel many years ago when struggling with bankruptcy and starting up Marvel Studios. They license off quite a few popular characters to other studios and therefore can't really use them within the MCU. I think that's why we missed the quality part, which, yes, you know, the core characters, you know, they did. They got X-Men back. They got Deadpool back. They got the Fox characters back. Yes, we're still missing Spider-Man characters. Yes, there's still a huge issue with Universal, I think, for another two years for Hulk and Namor and those characters. But, yeah, I I do agree that the licensing piece 
has kind of caused some problems, but I think they've navigated around that well with what they've done in the MCU so far. I think that, um, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I think, you know, us guys sitting here, us four, us four sitting here, and a lot of the people listening as well, and a lot of people in our group, we all take it for granted that everybody knows what's going on with this licensing stuff. And, 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 and yeah, it is true. And I, and I don't think that they do. And obviously, Blackbeard's just brought up, he said that he's found out the other day, that, you know, there's been, <laughs> excuse me, Marvel in the uh, early 90s nearly went, uh, as a company, yep. went bankrupt because it didn't have any money and it wasn't making any money. Comics had, comics weren't selling and they, you know, they couldn't make any money out of anything. So they sold a lot of the rights to their, their better, more well-known characters. We've got to remember that the majority of the MCU was built on uh, B-list characters, really. You know, their A-list guys were the Fantastic Four, were Spider-Man, were the X-Men. And mm-hmm. that's, they're, the, they're the rights, they're the characters uh, that they sold the rights to, to make movies for, to Sony, to Fox, so that they could keep going as a comics company. And the money that they earn off of those sales and any requisite income that they earn off of the movies that those co- uh, companies made was the money that they was able to pump into making Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, an Iron Man really, he wasn't, he wasn't necessarily an A-list star, was he? So, um, you know, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't a top-tier character, but they made a top-tier movie out of him um, by using somebody like RDJ, who at the time was just come out of the other side of a pretty term, uh, termulous period of his, his own oh, life. Big rushed. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, you know, I mean, that obviously, and then and then throwing in somebody like Samuel Jackson, where they did, was just was a huge turning point. And I, and I think we've spoken to Martin Flanagan about this before, in regards to their use of Samuel Jackson when they used him. You know, Samuel Jackson in the in in the early two thousands was the man in regards to movies, wasn't he? And to use him where they did to link these things together. Was an incredible crew. It was it's crazy when you think about it. It started with Iron Man and stuff like that, and now we're getting like a Agatha Harkness show. Like, who did you ever <laughs> think it would get an Agatha Harkness show? But but and even it's not be- really that long either, really. But even before the yeah. MCU and Iron Man, there were still Blade. Though I think Blade was kind of the one that said, "Hey, we can do this with movies and still make that money back." Because I think Blade was the kind of the one that kind of brought them back from the brink with that first Blade movie. So. That who, was kinda... Blade, who was that sold to though? Was that not sold to Universal? Was Blade sold to Universal? I need to double check to see where they sold it to because I don't remember, but I remember that Blade was kind of the catalyst that kicked off the whole movie thing because they were pretty much on the blink on the brink before Blade was released and that kind of mm. saved things. Yeah. But yeah. but point I think the point is is that you know a lot of people like us guys here do take that for granted that people just know that. And we've got to remember that there's a lot of young fans coming in who are sort of in their early twenties now who didn't even know that that was a thing. You know, we're talking about fans that were, you know, couldn't, I can't even remember the Raimi Spider-Man movies because they were so long ago for them where, you know, we, that was what we either grew up with or what was around, you know, I know Alex is slightly younger than us old farts here, um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I remember going seeing them as a young man or, and, and Alex as a young, as a young boy, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, those were the, we remember those, but there's other people out there, there's new fans now 
don't remember those. They didn't see those in the movies. They or someone came in with like Andrew Garfield's movies though too. Yeah, to get those. yeah. So confusing times, confusing times. Anyway, I think we've digressed a little bit from, but, but that was a great comment, Blackbeard. Thank you for that. Another chat comment here. I'll disagree because it would it could prove useful at some point. As long as it isn't overused after the saga, it should be okay. And exactly my point. They could always come back and have some kind of story that has to do with it, something like that. Um, and so, you know, shelve it, but use it strategically um, after the multiverse saga. Um, another one here. Um, I was so hyped when they made Ghost Rider and the Punisher into films, but I was disappointed how they made Blackheart uh, mm -hmm. and Ghost Rider and John Travolta as a mobster and Punisher. Those early years of Marvel movies. Yep, yep. I agree. There were some big missteps in those two movies, I, I think. But that, that's why I always reference as Blade, because that hit hit all the notes with the first Blade movie for me. There were big missteps in both of those Ghost Rider movies. You know, yeah. So. Yeah, I, I was, I was going to say, Alex, what, what was your opinion? I'll tell you what, Blackbeard, we'll come back to that in a moment. Let's just finish off Fred's number 200. So, ultimately, should they close the multiverse after Kang is defeated? I'm going to air on what we've all said and say I disagree purely for the fact that I think it will never go away. It shouldn't ever go away. It can't ever go away. You mm -hmm. know, like, so, like in the, in the Marvel universe, scientifically can't go away, surely. And mm -hmm. even if it does go away once, it will then open up very quickly again. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't think no, but I do agree with what Jorin said and that it should be sort of just put on the back burner for a little while. So I'm going to disagree. Mm -hmm. Alex? Because this, this is called a multiverse saga, right? Yep. Yeah. Next saga won't be called that. No. Nope. But then it'll be put on the back burner and they can bring it back. You know, mm -hmm. I, I still think they should call it Saga X, if I'm totally honest. I think that'd be yeah. awesome. But that's another thing. I, I, like, I, I want the next saga to be about the X-Men, yeah. but I don't want the X-Men to come from the multiverse. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I don't, yeah. I don't think they will. You know, I know that sounds stupid, but I don't think they will. Alex, what do you think about closing the multiverse after Kang's defeated? Agree or disagree? I'm gonna say agree, but I think it comes with some caveat. Yeah, because we do have a few characters like America Chavez, who's like a multiverse. <laughs> you know, he's the universe sure. jumper. Yeah. Is, I said it, job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I mean, that's kind of an issue. <laughs> um, I mean, but like, other than that, I mean, I think you're going to have probably another issue with the TVA because like in order to kind of like slam that door shut on the multiverse, you kind of have to figure out what to do with the TVA. And I feel like that's going to be point. something where the TVA is probably still going to exist at the end of all this. And it's probably going to have a new leader and it's probably not going to be Kang. And I have a feeling it's probably going to be Loki. The one that from the TV show, and that's going to be kind of like at the end of all this, Loki's going to just like go ahead and just take one on the chin and be like, I'll just step into this role and make sure my okay. whole existence is to make sure Kang doesn't exist. And good points. Yeah. I think Don Hillston wants to do this forever, anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That, so, so, are you saying you disagree then? I mean, I think agree for now, disagree long term, you know, like I mean, <laughs> Having that's again. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I, but, but it's, it's just kind of hard to say agree. I think fully, because like I said, we've got America Chavez. You can go yeah. to another universe. So on a exactly. That, that's so. literally her power. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you take that away, she's useless. Very much. Yeah. She can still fight. 
Oh, yeah, I mean, she's they, learning magic. I was yeah. just about to say she's learning magic. Yeah, so if they do close the multiverse, she can use her magic. Yeah, Jaren, what are you saying? I disagree. Um, I think as long as it's used strategically, you know, a tactical use of it, it it's fine. Alex made, a, yeah, Alex made a great point with America Chavez. You, you kind of handicap her if you do that. Yeah. Um, and I don't think King is ever going to go away. Mm. Yeah, I, I'd like him to never go away. Yeah. I'd like him to always be here. Like Jonathan Majors can play Kang as and when he wants for the next 50 years, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and the beauty in Kang is, is like, you know, they could totally think that they've sealed the door on Kang and then all of a mm. sudden, just somewhere yeah. out of nowhere, like five years from now, he just pops yeah. out of nowhere and is like, hey, I'm here to take take this over. And they're like, what? Where did you come from? We've already stopped you. And <laughs> That's and, what I want from Ultron. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, from the chat here, another good one from Blacksbeard. Um, or Blackbeards. Um, at some point, Marvel has to have an in game for their movies. I know they generate money, but at some point, the general audience will probably grow tired if you push too much out without much breather room in between. Like, let the suspense build, which exactly in, you know, they could do that, but they could also reboot it as well, bring in a whole new characters of the same people, retell different stories, and bring in a whole different generation of people as well. So there is going to be a fine line with that with Marvel of how far they want to push this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would argue that when the comics stop, then they've caught... It, it's like Game of Thrones. It's like Game of Thrones, isn't it? Like Game of Thrones caught up with the, the books and then they overtook the books. So will, will Marvel movies ever do that? Will they ever start making up? Because most of the stories that Marvel are pumping out at the moment in regards to the MCU are all stories either adapted or extrapolated from the comics. They're not original stories. Like there are original elements, obviously, because it's a different medium. So there's always going to be slightly original elements. But they're all they're all they're all comic stories. But are we going to get to a point where they've caught up with the comic? Well, there's, there's no more stories to tell. There's eighty years of content, and it's still going. So I I don't think we can catch up with the comics yet. No, I agree. And and so that so that then the point there is is that actually will we run out? I mean. You know, it's, it's only, you know, if you're going to carry on reading comics, you can carry on watching TV shows and movies. I think, I think the beauty here is, is with all the content, I mean, normally when they make content now, like they put it on big screen or they put it, you know, on a show or, or whatever they choose to do, they always take aspects of certain things and they pull them in and they, and they make something. So they don't take the whole project. So just because they take aspects from one thing doesn't mean that they can't come back and take more aspects from that same from thing. From the same thing the in another project. To, yeah, to use in another project and kind of like take the layers apart and then just use them in different places, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea, actually. And I think we've probably already seen that. If I, if we could sit here and think about that for a half hour, we could probably come up with a scenario where they've actually done that, mm-hmm. where they've actually had the same comic story, but they've put it into two or three different projects. Probably Thor and Hulk are probably examples of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, off the yep. top of my head. Yeah. 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 Um, we've got a couple of comments there, Jaren. Yeah. Uh, maybe America will get reunited with her moms so she can chill with them for a while, mm-hmm. which I agree uh, of that. You know, maybe they do solve that where they happen to. Maybe they're somewhere in another universe or the TVA or whatever. And as part of this saga, she does reunite with them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That'd be a nice. I mean, it'd be a little bit uh, uh, premature to end the actress's time. With the pre- you, you, there you go. You can tuck away with your parents now because we don't want to do the multiverse thing anymore. But mm-hmm. 
but yeah, I think uh, fundamentally, I think that, you know, we've got to keep it open purely because of what you've just said there, Alex, actually. Another chat comment. Isn't there a precise formula of what the MCU brainstorming is actually X number of years from the yeah. comics? I think it's I was 10, maybe. Yep. And I think it is 10 years. So yeah, I heard that as well. So we're yeah. 10 years ago. What, 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 what 10 years ago is 2012. What was happening in 2012 comic wise? I'm trying mm. to think. See, I think that was like what right before like Secret Wars came out again. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was like right around that time. Yeah, let me have a look. Go on, you talk. Let me have a look because I've got Secret Uh, Wars literally right behind me. I think I think Secret Wars might have been 2014, maybe. I think it's right. I think you're right. Yeah, somewhere in there. Um, I'm trying to think what else. And then even even some of the Secret Invasion stuff, I think, is around. 10 years old because they've had different runs of secret invasion they're actually a new one just came out too of secret invasion mm-hmm. um if i remember correctly they have a new one that's out or it's coming out for secret invasion mm-hmm. um so i was going to get secret wars but it's literally at the bottom of a stack of books <laughs> like they said i think if i had to pull them out the shelf might fall off mm-hmm. someone said 16 i thought so it, it's gotta be that that yeah yeah it's gonna be around that 10 20 year range um mm-hmm. but i thought it was that was closer to 10 than a 20 mm-hmm. yeah but yeah, I think yeah, I think it was closer to ten than twenty years in regards to what they were what they were trying to churn out. But um, but there's still there's still so much content going back further than like Fred said, they go back eighty years. I mean, there's lots of things that we haven't seen the Korean Scroll War, you know, mm-hmm. the, well, only like, hints of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, okay, but you know, the whole Captain Marvel like Marvel um, scenario, uh, we've we've not seen any of that play out. There's so much that we haven't seen play out that we could see play out. From from fifty years ago, from the from the sixties and seventies, um, we've kind of jumped ahead a little bit, and they've kind of jumped up to to the early twenty tens, um, and that they could go back a little bit further and and have um, elements of that in there, but for sure. I but mean, back to the chat, we're in the ballpark. So mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's, there's stuff in the MCU like nowhere, like we've seen Doom, like. Basically, be responsible for that. We haven't seen Doom, but I mean, or, you know, or what's his name? Um, oh, uh, uh no, no, as well. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a whole storyline there. There's, there's like, there's, yeah. at least, there's at least a phase that you could fill out with Carnage and Null and the King in Black and War of the Realms. Oh my god, War of the Realms. Mm-hmm. What a great movie that would make. We mm-hmm. haven't touched like things like Squadron Supreme, even you know, mm-hmm. there's no, other teams, yeah. 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 Alpha Secret. Flight, all kinds of teams yeah. we haven't touched yet. Secret Excalibur. Yeah. Excalibur, MI-13. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. MI-13. I've said millions of times. I've yeah. got the Guy Ritchie movie. MI-13, Snatch style. Yeah, love that. I'd love to see Captain Britain on top. Oh, for obvious reasons, I'd love to see Captain Britain on, mm-hmm. on, on, on the screen. Man in Black Saga. So, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Listen, guys, I know I, we, I, I could literally... We've had a great, this has been a great chat, Jaren. You've got something you want to say. Go on. Play it. We, I want to circle back to a couple of comments from, from Blackbeards real quick. Okay, yeah, go for it. Yeah. yeah. So the first one, uh, what do you guys think of a possibility of us seeing Galactus in a future oh, right. movie? Yeah. Which I, I think it's inevitable. If it's not this phase, it could be the next phase. Um, there is rumor of a Silver Surfer um, puzzle presentation. And if that happens, that's probably going to be Norn Rad's up until becoming the Surfer. And then by the end becomes the, the surfer, the herald of Galactus. And that's when we get, you know, Galactus in the MCU. Um, if they do Galactus though, 
he has to be um on the size of what we saw with Arishime yeah, yeah. um in Eternals. You know, mm-hmm. that's the only way they can do it. Um they can't do anything other than that, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And in fairness, they've done that really well actually. No, I didn't think that they would be able to well, I said I didn't think they'd be able to pull it off. I didn't really know what to expect. But when they did that, I was like, actually that that's okay. Like that mm-hmm. sat well, that sat okay with me. And yep. we believed that they could do Galactus. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, they kind of gotta do like an Airshime slash Unicron in the Transformers cartoon movie. That's the perfect scale for Galactus in the MCU. Yeah, Just don't be a cloud. Yeah, don't be a cloud. Mm-hmm. Could be a cloud. <laughs> and 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 you know we haven't really seen in the mcu any team or anybody really talk about like seeing erishim up in the yep. sky like not really one person is really no, yeah. or even team up team up team up in the ocean is like, yeah. like, like one reference you, you would think name will reference tiamat you know? <laughs> yeah. you know but nothing in black in, uh in black panther were kind of forever so yeah there's definitely more to uncover there with eternals and how that affects the a greater mcu Mm-hmm. You know what? I wonder whether they'd ever. I wonder if you, you know. You re, do you remember in humans? Do you remember that was a thing? Yeah, <laughs> I know they were actually they good in Agents of Shield. I, I give Agents of Shield a hard time, but they actually did in humans well, mm-hmm. much better than that standalone TV show that was supposed yeah. to be a movie that got canceled. But where but you, Black Bolt but, was like a toddler, you know, basically. Yeah. Like <laughs> do, you, you you remember it? But they tried to make you forget it, but they mm-hmm. remember it. I wonder whether they would ever try to make you forget that an MCU movie or project existed by just completely not referencing it ever again. Yeah, but it'd be kind of hard not to have any Inhumans at all. You know, there is... Go ahead, Sorry, friend. Go ahead. Okay, I was saying, uh, is, I would have thought that, that what they would be doing with uh, Incredible Hulk, but they've been referencing it yeah. a lot lately with a lot of characters. Yeah, they have. I feel like some shows like that Modoc show that they made or Hellstrom on Hulu, I feel like some of those Marvel shows, like they don't really care if you remember those or not, you know? No. Like, Wait, I, you I, think they would ever do it in the MCU? Like, like let's, let's just, let's just take it. I know that I don't want them to yeah. do this, but mm-hmm. do you think they could ever kind of go, let's pretend Eternals never happened? I don't think they could. Because oh. we've already seen references to Kingo already. Oh, but any movie then, any movie, any, yeah, any MCU movie, um, that's that why, kind of anything. That's my point. Like most, like the the two movies that I would say people always say are the worst ones is Incredible Hulk and Thor two, and those have been referenced like heavily, yeah, like a lot in, in Avengers and Exchange Four. And so do you think they almost make a point of it? Yeah, I, I think, think, I think they are. Well, we know people don't like this, so let's reference it even more. Well, look, look at She-Hulk and all the toxicity stuff. They called that out the whole series, so they're not they're not going to shy away from it. And also, too, about humans, there's rumors that Daisy Johnson is going to be in the MCU at some point. You know, it's, that is picking up steam. That we're going to get Quake, the same actress. Yeah, even. yeah, yeah. I quite so, like it. Yeah, the the story almost has like too many links and is too integrated almost to actually like yeah. you know not. To not have that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and just think, if if we get a proper Fantastic Four who introduced a lot of these characters, just think of the whole thing between the Fantastic Four and the Inhumans. Think about Johnny and Crystal's relationship. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of stuff they have ties in there. If you're going to explore Fantastic Four, I almost feel you're going to have to include some of those elements depending on how long the Fantastic Four is going to be in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, the next question from uh, Blackbeards here. Um, in my opinion, Chris Evans was the perfect for was perfect for Human Torch role and perfect for Captain America. 
prior to Ryan Reynolds coming in and being that lovable, sar sar sarcastic a-hole, Chris Evans plays another lovable, sarcastic a-hole as well. Yes, he, he nailed he nailed Johnny Storm, in my opinion. Could Chris Evans have played Deadpool? Mm, no, I, I don't <laughs> see it. Ryan Reynolds was like born for that role. He was, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of, Ryan Reynolds for Deadpool is kind of like how I feel like, you know, uh, The Rock is for Black Adam. It's kind of like he almost like embraces that role and is part of the promotion of that character in that role, you know? Um, because like Ryan Reynolds is just Deadpool. I mean, they even say it in the comics. He looks like a Sharpay mixed with Ryan Reynolds. Like, <laughs> you know, so. Uh, back to the Inhumans thing, one comment there. They could just consider the Inhumans mutants, couldn't they? Well, they kind of said that precedence because with Miss Marvel, you know, she's been Inhumans in the, yeah, she was, um, Inhuman in the comics, but in the MCU, they made her a mutant. But going back to the original creators, they wanted her to be a mutant, a mutant, so they course correct. So, yes, they could just make Inhumans mutants in the MCU as well. Um, the next thing here, going back to the Ghost Rider comment here, and then we have one more after this one. Um, Alex, you want to address, we talked, we, we mentioned this before already, but do you want to go ahead and your thoughts on Ghost Rider? Oh, okay. So, first movie, I actually really like the story. I just think that as per like visual effects of our current time it just doesn't really look that great in a lot of scenes like visually for the first ghost rider the story was like okay but i love some of the cheesy kind of like stuff about that movie the second movie that movie is kind of like a nightmare because like the camera work makes me like sick when we watch that movie <laughs> you know like um the but it has some great cgi in it like i love the cgi and the story is just like crap like his story is just not good in that movie either but it's weird, those movies are both, like, it's almost like all the problems that the first one has, they fix that in the second one, and then lose all the good qualities like, of the first base, one, yeah. and, and make the second one, you know? Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think one of the biggest issues with those movies is it almost feels like they didn't really know what they wanted to do with those movies. Yep. Like, they really had no direction. Like, I love the, the fact of Ghost Rider, like, grabbing a chopper and throwing it with his chain on a roof and, you know, basically, like, killing demons and stuff like that. But it just felt like they just were just pumping out a movie to pump out. There was no cohesion, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, just a lot of awesome visuals and nothing yeah. else. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. look at Ghost Rider, the movie, and look at Ghost Rider in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Look at yeah. the, the stark difference there, like... Um, Robbie Reyes rendition of it and, uh, Gabrielle Luna in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was far way better than Nicolas yeah. Cage and what we saw in the movie, right? Because they had a purpose, they had a vision where the movie was just like, let's just put a bunch of cool stuff in here, Michael Bay style, and call it a movie. Yeah. And, yeah. and at the end of the first movie, Nick Cage tells Mephisto, hey, I'm Johnny Blaze, I'm gonna be Ghost Rider, I'm gonna fight you with fire, you know, fire with fire type of situation. Okay. Then the second movie, he goes and gets purged of the Ghost Rider because he doesn't want it anymore. And I'm like, why did you just do this in the on, first man. movie? Yeah. Like, it feels like this is a complete loop back, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sure. So, I don't know. Okay, the last one we'll do here before yeah, we close last, down. Last yeah. Um, sorry if I'm going off topic, which don't apologize. It's all, it's all good. Um, feel free to answer this question later on the topic. Okay, let me skip this part. Um, what's your opinion on Marvel making a quick money grab movie solely based on the popularity of a certain celeb. Marvel announced they are making a movie starring singer Bad Bunny as Spider-Man villain Aramorto. Nobody has really heard of that villain or that Marvel character prior to the announcement. Now, this is not Marvel. Yeah. This is Sony and who knows Sony. What Sony is doing? Yes. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, exactly. 
who knows what Sony's doing? Like, like, you, like from rumblings of um, Craven uh, the Hunter, he's an echo terrorist type thing in that movie. So there's some things there. You know, the direction they kind of went with the uh, Venom. You know, the first Venom, I love the first Venom. The second Venom, not so much. And they even changed writers for the third or directors for the third, um, the third Venom movie. So I just, I, I don't know. Sony. Yeah, Sony's gonna Sony. You know, they do like I don't like Silk. Or so, or, so, so, so that's one thing they are doing. So they are doing a TV series with Amazon, which sounds promising. That's going to be their Spider-Man unit TV universe on Amazon Prime. That does sound interesting. The Silk Project does. Um, Madam Web does not sound interesting to me right now. Um, I'm, I have There's heard some mixed. I have heard mixed things on Craven, but the Echo Terrorist thing kind of makes me wonder about it. But I always judge both those before they come out. Um, but the TV thing does sound promising from Sony with Amazon. But so, so going on to uh, Blackbeard's comment there, and uh, based on the popularity of a celeb, does that? I think that ties back into kind of what Tarantino was saying the other day about: Are you going to watch a movie based on character, or are you going to watch a movie based on the movie star? Mm-hmm. You know. So I don't think there's a right or wrong. If I'm honest. I don't think I don't think it's right or wrong to go and see a movie because Tom Hanks is in it. Do you know what I mean? Or I don't think it's right or wrong to go and see a movie because Captain America's in it. I think it's just preference. So you know, if you like, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't even know who Bad Bunny is. Neither do I. Maybe that's me being old. I'm not sure. But um, I don't know who Bad Bunny is. But um, but if I was a Bad Bunny fan. Then, but I wasn't a Spider-Man fan. I would probably still go and watch the movie because I was a Bad Bunny fan. But if I'm a Spider-Man fan, I'm probably going to go and watch the movie because I'm a Spider-Man fan, not because I'm a Bad Bunny fan. Does that make sense? It is also could be a demographic thing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it could be. uh, Yeah, come to that in a second. I mean, it could be a case that I'm a Spider-Man fan and a Bad Bunny fan, and then I've got the best of both worlds, haven't I? (laughs) And if I'm neither, I'm probably not going to go and watch the movie anyway. So it doesn't really matter. Um, but yeah, hundred percent demographic thing, you know. Um, yeah, younger age they're they're trying to attract with the movie because I think Bad Bunny is probably someone for someone way younger than my my our age <laughs> because I I never heard of Bad Bunny at all until until this announced this movie. So yeah, that's it. So I mean, I, like I say, I think I mean, I guess it depends what they're you know are are they simply doing it because it's a money grab. I don't know. I mean, they're a business at the end of the day. They need to make money. But again, Sony's going to Sony. The very last comment here, uh, just uh, some rebuttal there. I don't like it. In fact, I hate it. I hate it when with uh, the white hot heat of a thousand burning suns. (laughs) I just know they're going to ruin Craven. I've said it all along. They're going to make him an echo terrorist. You know, LOL shaking my head. So there you go. Sony's going to Sony. I'm hoping that Craven um, and Madam Web turn out well, but we'll see. Um, well, I guess I'm going to be a grumpy old man. I'll see myself out. LOL, just kidding. That's definitely um, RMC. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but also, too, there is that unnamed Sony movie, which I have hopes for being like a Sinister Six villain type movie as well. So something to keep an eye on out there. Cool. Um, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Fred, thank you for coming on, my friend. Yes, and, and thank one, you. 196, 197, 198, 199, and 200. I'll be posting uh, that along the yeah fantastic <laughs> uh, it's been really it's been a pleasure and like i said before you've done number 200 um it's been a absolute pleasure having you as part of our group 
Um, and it's been really, really fun and fantastic to have the feature. I cannot wait to have you back on in however number many months 200. it is. Whenever it is, number 300, you're back. We're doing it again. That's tradition, though. Yeah, it's tradition, man. It's definitely tradition. Keep them going. So, yeah, um, from me, thank you, Fred. Alex, Darren? Yes, thank you, Fred. Yeah. Keep yeah, it up. You, I love, love the conversation. Yeah, brilliant. All right, guys. Just uh, a reminder, good. real quick, we are streaming again on Monday. The links will be up here today or tomorrow, uh, 4.30 Central Time, 10.30 GMT. Um, we'll do the News of the Week and Guardians um, Christmas Special. Um, and also one chat comment here. Nice show, fellas. Thank you and congrats, Fred, on the 200. Agree or disagree? Yeah, nice one. All right, guys. Take it easy. See you next time. Take care. Take care. Why don't you tell them about the time we faced